Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eyes Show. It is MF Fox Friday. I am Jason Napolitano, and on the line, Mr. Chris Sheridan. What's going on, Chris? I am the man, as they say. I was reading uh, through Edadortha the other day. The... You, you, that's fantastic, and you are the man. Indeed. Well, I was looking at the pictures, really, but uh, yeah. <laughs> but hey, you know, whatever, whatever works for you. It's an old book, over 100 years old, that some one of the characters self-identifies as I am the man. I love it. <laughs> actually, his name. So uh, I just thought that was funny. I like it. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Same yeah. I am is sort of another version of that. It is, isn't it? That's actually uh, had a big stack of, uh, this is a completely unrelated thing, but I had a big stack of Dr. Seuss books and uh, donated them to the, uh, to the Goodwill the other day. And, okay. that was, and that was in the stack. So... Green eggs and ham. So yeah, I never, never thought I never thought I would let let those go, but I did. So, well, actually, technically, I think in the book um, that is his full name, Sam I am. Sam I am. Isn't Sam? His name is actually Sam I am. Yeah, right. That's that was yeah. that was the thing of that whole thing. Always keep that in mind. So, <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that, now we're going to talk about Emmett Fox since it is Emmett Fox. Okay. okay? Uh, we are, of course, working from find and use your inner power as we do. Yeah, hold on. Can we hold on for, for a moment to the, the show? Um, there was a segue. I would not eat them in a box. I would not eat them with a fox. Wow. Friday. <laughs> that, that just happened. That, that just happened. Wow. That was, that was deep. Thank you. <laughs> You, that was that was definitely <laughs> worth worth piping up with. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Can we get on with the show now? No, no, I'm not even kidding. I that was perfect. I, I'm, no, it's true. Yeah, it just that came to me. That was absolutely genius. Oh, yes, Thank genius. you. All right. So we are working from Find and Use Your Inner Power as we do each week. Um, highly recommend that book. Check that out by Mr. Emmett Fox, new thought leader and visionary from the uh, early 20th century. Uh, you will enjoy his work very much. So today we are talking about it's hard if you think it is. I will start, Chris will finish it up, then we'll talk. It's hard if you think it is. The value that any experience has for us is the value that we put upon it in our thought. A little reflection will show that this is true throughout the whole gamut of human experience. The same unpleasant happening that one man will laugh off and forget Will to another man mean a broken heart followed by death? A quote-unquote big difficulty is what we consider big. To God, there are no big and no little demonstrations. Big and little are qualities that lie in our own thought. To heal a dying man seems a big demonstration to us, and to heal a cut finger seems a little demonstration, but to God, one is no more difficult than the other. If we believed that it was as easy to raise the dead as to heal a cold, we could do it as easily. If we believed it was as easy to demonstrate a house as to demonstrate a lead pencil, we should demonstrate a house as easily as a pencil. Minimize the problem you are treating. Do not give it importance in your thought. Do not try too hard. A positive, constructive, don't care feeling is very valuable. And the less you hurry, uh, you are in for your demonstration, the sooner it will come. If you feel that you can wait a year, it'll probably come next week. If you feel that you know it will come and you don't care when, 
It'll probably come tomorrow. Hurry and pressure are fetters that we place upon our own souls. Don't try too hard. Just to say that again. Wow. Don't try too hard. Exactly. Um, and this one too. Uh, I love this one. The less, the less hurry you are in for your demonstration, the sooner it will come. If you feel you can wait a year, it will probably come next week. If you feel that you can know it will come and you don't care when, it will probably come tomorrow. So really interesting um, ideas about, about expectation. And also letting it go. You know, you're turning it over to maybe a higher thing. Yeah. It reminds me of a Richard Bach short story, um, author of Jonathan Livingston Seagull, and, uh, you know, this mystic pilot author. Uh, but it was called How to Buy an Airplane or How to Buy Your First Airplane or something like that. And he talks about, you know, researching this and checking this out and talking with old timers and you do everything you can. You go to your bank, you know, you mortgage a house, uh, you do everything, you go see one. Uh, and then at some point, you know, it doesn't work out. And then you finally give up, forget all the thing, you put all the papers and you throw them away that you're working on. The next day is when you buy your first airplane. <laughs> like, <laughs> it almost, you have to get to that point of giving up. Um, yeah, that extra little thing that pushes you over the edge. It's it's interesting like that. And we've, you know, we've talked about that a lot. And I'll I'll talk about you know I bring this example up a lot from 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 Hollywood where, you know, like let's say a, a screenwriter is trying you know ages to get a screenplay you know produced into a into a you know feature film or a you know a series or something on cable or whatever they're trying to do with the script or scripts, and you know it'll you know you'll be go, trying to go through all the channels agents and managers and producers and you know trying all these different ways and year after year after year and going to you know schmoozing things and you know calling people up cold calling and sending out you know scripts via the mail and email and whatever you're doing you know to do that stuff and then you know you finally give up and you know the next thing you know you're at a coffee shop or something and you run into let's say you run into your old friend and it just happens that, you know, they're in development over at, you know, at Universal now and you knew nothing about it. And they're like, love to look at your script. And the next thing you know, you know, you're getting a deal. And, you know, it's one of those sorts of things. And maybe you were ready to, you know, move back to Kansas or something. You know, you, you've let go of the thing. You still want it, but you've let go of this kind of, not the desire, but the, the sort of expectation of how it's going to occur. So we've talked about that a lot. You know, you don't want to outline when you're trying to make a demonstration, when you're using affirmations or, you know, our visualizations, you don't want to think about the way that it's going to come about and try to outthink God or outthink the, you know, the universe or divine mind, um, you know, and, and, and there's a magic in this kind of letting go. And it's a weird kind of a letting go because it's not like you've let go of, the base idea like you still want that thing but you kind of have let go of the the, the the grabbingness of it or the sort of you know there's there's not that kind of um like a kind of a sense of uh desperation i guess it is that why it says hurry and pressure are fetters that we place on our own souls i have well learned about this through somebody I, I know. <clears throat> she and her husband were trying desperately to get uh, pregnant. This was years ago. 
uh, went to every fertility clinic in Hollywood and just could not seem to, you know, spend a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of disappointment, uh, really realized, okay, this is not going to happen. Uh, so they gave up and they adopted and it was wonderful. And the next year she got pregnant. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Every, and they had resources. So they, I'm sure they went to all the top specialists and they tried everything. Uh, but it's reducing that pressure or anxiety or something like that that really constricts or limits, um, you know, the possibilities of yeah. something happening. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I think that gets into the area of this, this big and little also and you know he really makes a he really makes a great point he says a big difficulty is what we consider big it's not big to god it's not big to the universe it's that we've labeled it big and then you know then we've got to put effort into it and you know you have something to say about that right in terms of um that idea of big and little and that 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 straining yeah well it's even like in star wars right yoda said that you know the size doesn't matter as much as, um, you know, that if Luke thought he could lift a rock with his mind, but he couldn't lift up his X-Wing fighter, uh, that that's where he fails because it fails to see the difference. I like what he says here that um, there are no big and no little demonstrations. And I, instead of making that everything is small, maybe the little stuff isn't little. The stuff that we take for granted, the stuff we do effortlessly. Mm. The stuff that we don't see as a difficulty, maybe that's miraculous. Maybe we're already doing amazing things. And if we can just apply that to them, or maybe they can meet in the middle somewhere. Maybe the big yeah. things don't have to be as big and scary and difficult because really when something is heavy, um, you're going to, ex this physically, you're going to exert more force and effort and try harder <laughs> when you go to pick it up or carry it around. Uh, but that's because we know this thing is big. We know this is heavy. So I'm going to grab onto it and lift it with all my might. Yeah. Um, because, uh, uh, but if it wasn't heavy, you wouldn't put that much force into it. So I think if we look at something conceptually as being big and difficult, uh, it's getting out of debt or, uh, you know, finding a, um, you know, a decent relationship or a better job or, you know, any of these things we, we go through within our lives. Um, they can become big. Finding an apartment can become an ordeal. And that's, we've talked about that before, where the best way to find an apartment is to, is to try like hell for 90 days, give up, throw the newspaper away in the classified, and um, go get gas somewhere and get lost trying to find your way back to the freeway. And you're, you're going to see a sign on the side of the road that's your new apartment. Yeah, exactly. That's, you know what I mean? It's, that's, it's, that's, you have to do that effort, though. I no, think exactly. That is LA apartment finding in yeah. a nutshell. It's like you just spent money on West Side rentals because you, <laughs> and then you finally even given up on that. And then, and then you go up, just like you said, you go up to the gas station and you're driving around a little bit, you get lost and there's that sign, you call it, the manager's on site. They don't do a credit. Oh, you get it that day. Sure. You yeah. get it that day. It's yeah. like, that is exactly everybody's story in Los Angeles getting an apartment. So there you go. Yep. I'm telling you, man. Um, yeah, this this thing, it's you know what, you're I think you're 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 right about that. It's like and here's the other thing is like how do we like our sense of judgment of what's little and what's big, you know, is oftentimes really skewed anyway. Like just like you said, I mean, some of the little things we're doing are 
are, are, are probably quite miraculous. And, you know, we don't know, like, for example, even like, you know, he says like, you know, he says like the demonstration of the uh, healing of a dying person or, or, um, or a cut finger, but I mean that that cut finger. I mean that it, that it heals up so quickly. I mean it could just as soon, you know, turn and it could become infected. And I mean, you know, it's not likely, but it literally could kill you. I mean, infections can kill you, right? I mean, you could get a staph infection or something through a small cut and things like that. So, like the fact that these little things are healing up and it seems like it's nothing. It's not really nothing, you know, and some of the things that we're demonstrating in our lives are actually quite miraculous, but we, we oftentimes take for granted the things that we can do easily. Other people might look at it and go, oh, wow, you know, I, I could never do that. I could never, you know, play music like that, play guitar like you do, Chris, or you know what I mean? Or, or you know, read, read through, you know, these really abstract, difficult, you know, Jungian books and then, you know, try to try to, you know, make a, a sort of, you know, fairly listenable podcast out of it or something, you know, things like this that, you know, that we think, well, yeah, no, easily do it. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Whereas some people might find that quite, quite difficult. I, I don't know. You know, I take it. Well, he points that out at the beginning, um, talking about an unpleasant happening. Mm -hmm. One man will laugh off and forget. Mm -hmm. Will to another man mean a broken heart followed by death? It's really extreme. Yeah, uh, but but it really underscores that idea that uh, just because something is this thing doesn't mean automatically it's what we think it to be because somebody else might think it to be completely different even though this thing this event or this happening or this you know a large rock or something that you want to pick up um, to somebody very small and frail or weak um, or really young be oh my gosh how am I going to do that. Uh, somebody else is big and strong. It's like you pick it up with one hand. Um, yeah, it's a matter of perspective, uh, but it's not really hard and fast what something is and how difficult something is, or how how harmful something can be. You yeah. know, we can take these difficulties and they can be emotional things, uh, things that come our way, and we can um, be very much hurt by them. Uh, and this one term I've, I've learned over the years is to right size things, put them in the right size, put them in the right perspective. Um, because, you know, if somebody else can feel differently about something or maybe do something easily that you're struggling with, well, then maybe you can too. Because we all know that there are things that, yeah, we do that you can take for granted that are really easy. It just always came natural to do this when I was in school. I was just always really good at sewing or... Uh, whatever it is, somebody else might be just amazed by that. Like, how do you do that? I just watch you. That's amazing. And they could have something that they just, you know, yeah, whatever. I've been doing that since I was a kid. No big deal. That that you might be dazzled by. Yeah. You know? No, exactly. We all have that. So, no, for sure. And it's it's a good. It's kind of a good way to look then at at this idea of you know manifesting these things like what you know just because I, I assuming that it's going to be more difficult to manifest a house than it is a, a pencil or whatever example he gave. It doesn't mean that that's true. That's just an idea I'm holding on to. You know, there's different steps in it and the house is actually physically bigger, but in the universal scheme of things, we don't know that there's any difference to the universe between a pencil and a house. We can't verify that that's true in any tangible way. Uh, or any empirical way, um, you know, it's the, that's metaphysics, and this is what we're talking about. So it's like the only, 
way that they're, they're different than really when you're doing this work is that you believe they're different. So you've created circumstances within your mind. You've created a framework or a paradigm by which you've made it difficult for you to manifest a house or manifest, you know, a million dollars or whatever you're trying to manifest or manifest that particular, you know, healing that you need or what have you, you know what I mean? And so I, I think that that's where it's like, you know, we did a show called Treat the Treatment pretty recently, and that's kind of uh, an appropriate one. If you want to get a little more information about this, go back and listen to Treat the Treatment, because there's, it's kind of a two-step process. There's your belief about what it's possible to manifest, and then there's the thing you're trying to manifest itself, you know, the treatment or the, 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 the affirmation or the work that you're doing, the, the actual thing that you want to have happen. Um, and they're two, like, very interrelated uh, you know, processes, right? But, but in some ways, you know, you, you have to sort of set the, you know, the, the field up, right? You've got to do the sort of pre-programming, which is to remind yourself in a sense that, you know, there is no big and no little in, 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 in the mind of God, you know, and, and kind of, you know, set that, set that intention to work so that when you, you know, you go about your affirmations, you go about your work, uh, that it has the proper paradigm to work within. Does that, does that make sense the way I explain that? Yeah, it does. You really, before you set to work and <laughs> uh, advance the treatment and uh, do your affirmations, is, yeah, go in with uh, the right um, you know, perspective mm -hmm. and uh, with the right value and the right proportion. I think this is kind of about proportion you know how how difficult is this compared to maybe something else and you know what something may be difficult maybe something has been hard your whole life maybe you've sucked at it trying to get a house or something you know what i mean honestly yeah yeah you have a lifetime of experience telling you you're not good at this and this is hard and maybe other people can do this but just can't seem to get it done <laughs> and, and that that may actually be true um but you can still do something about that yeah still change it you can still get a new point of view a new perspective and i like to use even those statements so you can say so you don't deny anything even though i have had trouble trying to manifest a house uh, if that's what it is you're talking about a house jeez, mm -hmm. uh, i'm so bad at that i probably couldn't even manifest a pencil at this point you know you can have this really uh, low feeling about yourself uh, but even though I have been unsuccessful. Um, I'm open to finding a new way and having a new experience with this. I believe it to be true that there's a window of opportunity. There's a pathway that I have not tried um, that may work. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Open the window for that. If you, but because if you go, oh, I've tried that before. That's not going to happen. Well, that's exactly what you're going to get. But you can admit and um, acknowledge that it's been hard. For so far, I have struck out every single time I've gone up to bat. Then you could even say, well, law that averages. <laughs> Sooner or later, I'm going to hit one. You yeah, know, sure. just out of large numbers. You know, it's bound to, by accident. You're going <laughs> to happen upon something. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that way it's not, you're not really lying to yourself. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. And it, yourself, like, oh, it's going to be great. It's one, I'm going to manifest a house and as easily as a pencil and I'll have one tomorrow. You know, if you believe that, fine. 
but if in the back of your mind you're going that's bullshit you know because mm -hmm. uh, i've tried that um say even though accept the fact that it's and i know this isn't hard but you know what maybe there's an easy way that i haven't tried or that i just and i'm, I'm open to and i'm willing show me if so you know make it be known yeah let me have eyes to see or you know recognize the opportunity or this pathway um when it comes up because you're not looking at what can't happen and the limitation you are looking to maybe an unknown but it's an unknown that includes the possibility and likelihood um, of this thing actually working out great point and i i, I think you're, you're right about that because you know sometimes you know we're fight we're fighting ourselves with some of these affirmations and they feel you know they feel untrue and you know some people can just kind of power through those and you know and, and eventually you know it'll turn the trick but you know some of us it's pretty deep-seated like you said maybe i have many many years of experience where those things haven't worked out and so you're a little skeptical or you're a little fearful of of that you know not happening and so on so if you do acknowledge that and then say but he but even though this has happened in the past you know my future is you know wide open and you know and and reiterating too the idea that that big and little might be something that occasionally, you know, I, I'm confused with, but the mind of God know, knows no difference between those and reminding yourself of that sort of archetypal universal realities too that go beyond our, our, our ego that sometimes feels, you know, small and hemmed in and so on, right? So I think that's a way to, to, to kind of do an end run on some of your own doubts. That's a good, that's a good point you made there. Thank you. I, uh, I think we're coming to the end of this thing, unfortunately. So uh, any other fine points to make on this? Well, yeah, I think it's it's good to recognize some examples okay. of things uh, that have been hard, things that the collective wisdom has even said were impossible, mm -hmm. whether it's you know, climbing Mount Everest or the Four Minute Mile, both, both those were conquered in the 20th century. Um, a viable practical electric car that doesn't look stupid and actually performs. There's an electric car, you know, the Tesla and others that uh, that outperform their gas counterparts. They're not, and they look better than you know some of the regular cars. Oh, those are cool. And and it's practical, and it's happening now. Twenty years ago, um, that would have been thought impossible. Um, you know that technology or just that people wouldn't want one or something like that it's you know it's completely changed now so you know bear in mind things that other people have done <clears throat> that really went up went up against science the wright brothers they contacted the smithsonian and uh, professor langley uh, wrote them back and said i have proven and demonstrated that it is impossible for heavier than air human powered or you know human flight um, and about three years later, they <laughs> pretty much obliterated that theory. Yeah. But that's centuries saying no. If sure. man were intended to fly, God would have made it so. Um, you know what I mean? I mean, it yeah, was yeah. that was a huge weight of history and technology and belief and religion and everything. The history of mankind basically was packed into us not being able to fly, <laughs> or probably shouldn't if we could. <laughs> Sure. But we do it all the time now. So, and those are big things. Also, look in your own life for examples uh, where you did do something big. You did overcome some difficulty, or uh, you know, make it through a challenge. 
accomplished something. Even if you just got your bachelor's degree at a university, that's way more than a lot of people can do. And a lot of people would admire that. Don't, don't try not to look at your accomplishments. Look at them as big things because they're big to somebody else. And if they can become big to you, then when you do take on this other difficulty, it won't be as big. Great point. Great point. Thank you for, uh, for that wrap up. That was very, uh, very helpful. Um, all right. Well, I'm going to wrap it up then. Um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you guys being here each week on Friday for Fox Friday and do uh, check out our Sunday morning shows. If you haven't listened to those, those are a bit longer. Um, we do those each Sunday as well. So we'll be back for our Sunday show quite soon. Uh, we are at anchor.fm slash cosmic eye. If you'd like to make a donation, Chris's book is the spirit in the sky. And mine is if you can worry, you can meditate. Those are both available on Amazon. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back soon. Have a great couple of days. Goodbye. God bless.